Welcome to Coaching the Coach. I'm your host, Pete Townley, for the Upstate Performance Project. Cue the dramatic music. Sorry it's taking me so long to jump into this. I'm just trying to collect my thoughts. It's been an interesting morning. A good morning. Not a bad morning. You know, this last week of the podcast, trying to get my thoughts in order to talk about wake up, work up, move up, and what it means to us, and why I even revisited it revisited it in the first place, which was to illustrate our commitment to staying true to our values, staying true to our mission, but also that everything we've done so far has had a purpose. And there's a bigger thing. The, the workouts are bigger than just me, bigger than just you as a client. That we're trying to serve a bigger, a bigger overall purpose, and that again, that is building better communities and building a better society as a whole. Chelsea and I get frustrated at the fact that our country is overweight. I mean, over seventy percent, with a good chunk of them being obese. And sometimes it gets really frustrating and really not mad at them, not mad at people for being overweight, not mad at their lack of knowledge or know-how in how to change their behavior. Obviously, we're not mad at that. That's where we come in. That's why we're here. We love that. We want to be the people that help change that. Now, what we're mad about is how do we get here? What around us in society has led to this behavior, led to this lack of, you know, uh, accountability for your body and, uh, and, and, you know, extreme conveniences that have led us to be this overweight and this out of shape as a society. And it just, sometimes it just hits you harder because it seems like, you know, no one, no one wants to pay taxes, right? But we got to pay taxes. So no one's mad at the accountant, right? As you, people just accept it. Well, I got to do this. I got to have the accountant help me with my taxes, and this is what we do. Or, you know, I've got to go get food. So the farmer's got to be out there making the food, you know, making the materials to, you know, make the food. You know, all of these things just happen in society that we we take for granted that you know that we have to have every single day if we don't eat we we die right so we've got to have food we've got to have someone to make the food if we don't pay our taxes in our society 
we get fined or go to jail. You know, it's just that's how our society thrives is, is on taxes. Okay, fine. We got to do it. Go pay your taxes. Go do what you got to do. You've got to go deal with, you know, uh, taking your kids to school, picking them up from school, teaching them right and wrong, teaching them, you know, how to take care of themselves and how to treat other people. These things, if you don't do, causes a lot of negative problems. And a lot of those negative problems happen immediately. And you quit paying your bills, you quit paying your taxes, you're going to have some fairly immediate consequences. You quit going to work, you get fired. But you quit on yourself, and you quit on taking care of yourself, there are consequences, and believe you me, those consequences are dire. Those consequences will... Those consequences will have more detrimental effects on you and everyone you love and everyone around you than you know, getting your power shut off because you forgot to pay the bill. That's embarrassing and that's inconvenient. But it's not life or death. And I guess that's that's where Chelsea and I have really been frustrated is, you know, as she got into this industry, you know, through, I guess, four or five years ago now, you know, she... She came from that athletic background. She came from where everyone around her, all of her peers, everyone she associated with, all the people helping her out along the way, coaches, trainers, nutritionists, all were very healthy people that took care of their bodies, set the example, showed her what to do, showed her how to do it. She learned and excelled. And, and because of that, her body is able to perform at an extremely high level. And that's just second nature to her now. That's just what you do. And she loves doing it. Obviously, she wouldn't put herself through all of that if she didn't love doing it and have a passion for it. But jump to the real world, and you see a lot of people that don't do that, and it, it's hard to compute. It's hard to understand. How does this person not want the same physicality? or quality of life, or health, or be out there and enjoy things. And again, everyone's different, we know that. And, and we want to celebrate people's differences, but at the same time, there's some fundamental things about being, you know, taking care of your body and taking care of what you need to take care of. I mean, everything in your life will be better if you take care of yourself. Everything. There's no downside. Only up. Move up. And that's what move up is all about. We've been talking about wake up, work up, move up. And how we want to impact the individual in our wake up stage. We want to show that individual that they can change their habits, that they can overcome all of these obstacles that come up daily. They can get back to how they were in their 20s, even though everyone says that when they come in. We're waking them up to those possibilities that are 100% possible. Now, everyone's going to have a different road to get there due to injuries, 
illnesses, limitations, medical problems. You know, it, there's going to be a different road, a different path for everybody. That's why it's called personal training. But it is possible when we wake them up, we show them that door, we open the door for them. And we'll help them all, all along the way. But we don't want to hold their hands forever. Because that's not what a self-sufficient person does. They don't need their hands held. But again, as a business owner, yes, I want my clients to stay. I want retention. And I hope, and I, I'm just speaking for what I hope to happen, is that all my clients who listen to this understand that you know, we all have good days, we all have bad days, myself included, Chelsea included, but at the end of the day, we really love what we do. We really love what we do, and we really want to help people. And it's it's frustrating when you can't help as many people as you want. And we want to set up a model in a gym, in a, in a atmosphere where we can help as many people as we can. Because when we talk about waking up, opening that door for people, that's great. Then we do need to you know, help them work up to the next level, which is you know, them being able to do this, them being able to see the results of their hard work. So they've kind of woken up to the idea. Now they've moved up to a level where, or worked up to a level, pardon me, to where they feel that they are capable of doing this. Not necessarily all by themselves, but they're capable of doing this. And they start to be champions of other people, bringing other people along. This is where they're seeing results and other people outside in the community are asking them, hey, what are you doing? Or they're noticing, hey, you're a lot more positive. You're, you're just been this bright, cheery person lately. What's going on? I've been exercising. I've changed my life, changed my lifestyle, and everything has gotten better or everything is on its way to getting better. We know it doesn't happen overnight. But then what does it mean to move up? What, is it, what does that mean? What's the difference between work up and move up? Because we want to impact our community, and that's kind of the, the wake up or the work up section where you, you know, you're, you're, you're having that impact on other people because you are more confident. Your self-efficacy has gone up, and that shows people notice. And people ask you, you're, you're an influence without even trying to be an influence. You're just excited because of the results you're getting personally or just how you feel. Whatever the case is, whatever is giving you that feeling, but you have that feeling and that rubs off, that permeates in what you do and how you approach life. People pick up on that. People will ask you, and even if they don't ask you all the time, they notice. You're that walking billboard that we talked about. So move up is moving into a level, you know, if we, uh, I hate to use the word influencer because it has such a, a, a different connotation these days, but you, you now have moved to a point where people do see you as an expert in this area. And that doesn't mean you know how to do it. And that doesn't mean that you no longer need one-on-one -on -one personal training. That means you have moved up to a level, your physicality, your desire, your passion, your ability, your... Um, zest for what you want to do also has increased. 
And a lot of times people come become trainers. They get to that level and they're like, this is what I want to do for a living. I've seen it all the time. Seen it all the time. You do see it a lot in CrossFit. Um, and I think that's one of the coolest things. People join it and they end up saying, I love this. I want to become a CrossFit instructor. Boom. Now they're helping people. I know I can name three or four clients off the bat that have told me they have bought the books to become a personal trainer. And and whether they do or not, that's not a big deal or that's not necessarily, you know, their end goal or that's not my goal for them necessarily if they if they don't want to do it, of course. But at the same time, it it speaks to the idea that they now totally understand why we do what we do. Why Chelsea, Tony, Jeff, Casey and I do what we do here. They've moved up to that level. And now they're they're ready to, to help others get there. And they're ready to make a big impact. A, a, a concerted effort to help others. A concerted effort to you know, walk the walk. And go out and do all of those things that they are now capable of doing. Using their bodies, not just for PRs in the gym, but using their bodies as a vehicle to enjoy the world around you. And that's a cool feeling. And again, I I don't want my all my clients to say, oh, well, yeah, I've reached that level. I don't need to pay you anymore. I'm gone. That's not what I mean. I mean, what can we do next? You've reached a level... Now the doors are way open, wide open. You can see even more things that we can reach and aspire to. And the and the the passion is now just a part of your life. It's just who you are. You're in the fitness culture. You know, fitness and and health and you know, working out, exercise. Uh, you know, we call it the fitness industry. Now, it was called, you know, back in the day, physical culture. You are a physical culturist. If you took part in, you know, exercising, eating well, uh, exploring how to get the most out of your body to enjoy life. Not necessarily to be the biggest and the baddest and the, the best athlete. There's nothing wrong with that. If that's your goal, of course, go for it. But I'm saying that for the most of us, we just want to not be sick. We don't want to be, you know, prisoners in our own body. And there's so much out there that could be better if we were more capable. And so, you know, when Chelsea and I sit sit in meetings, you know, throughout our career, you know, not just at our most recent stop, but just anywhere, we've sat through meetings and we've heard talks about Getting people in, getting people in the door, getting people in the door, and then we can work on keeping them, you know, keeping them and retaining them. And yeah, that's good. And yes, we'll, you know, cast a wide net, you'll catch a few fish. But that's that's not good enough. That's not changing lives. That's providing opportunity. But that's, that wasn't how we felt we could help the most people. Which is why we opened our own place. It was nothing against where we were. 
it was nothing against what we've done in our previous stops, you know, along the way in our careers. It was our vision of helping people the best way is to do what we're doing at the Upstate Performance Project and have a, a, a plan, a plan to get people to open the doors to the possibilities, realize that they can do it, achieve that, and then be opened up to a whole new world of, of potential opportunities for movement, for enjoyment out of life, for not being sick or, or achy. We've moved up to that level. And for us, that's what move up is all about. Move up is reaching that point where you are now part of the physical culture. And you are going to actively seek to help other people get to that level. It's not you become some preachy guru who's drank the Kool-Aid and that's all you talk about is how much you work out and how well you eat all the time on social media or in so social circles. It's you lead by example. You rarely hear me or Chelsea brag about what we lift, how far we can run, which for me is not very far. You know, we're not setting the world ablaze with athletic feet after athletic feet after athletic feet. I mean, we certainly like to put up big numbers. I know I'm getting stronger even as I'm getting older. And, you know, my priorities have changed from, you know, even five, six years ago. Doesn't mean I don't want to get stronger. Doesn't mean I don't want to look good without my shirt on. Certainly I do. But some things that were really important to me in the physical world are not important to me anymore. But the others are more important than they were back then. So, you know, things change. Ideas change. That sort of thing. But my point being is we're not out there, we're not out here to say do this, do this, do this, and you'll be like us. It's we, we live a certain way. We do certain things because it's what we want in life. We want to get the most out of life. And a lot of that's dependent on how capable our bodies are. And how we take care of our bodies. So that we can go out there and see what this world has to offer. And I don't think that, you know, us having this lofty goal of our small little gym impacting society as a whole is a stretch. It's got to start somewhere. I've used the example all week. If, if my little vote doesn't count, so I'm just not going to vote. Too many people have that attitude and we get nowhere. The same things happen in politics. The same things happen in, in our policies and procedures and government and all that stuff. If, if you say, well, you know, my, you know me, me missing one meal or me missing this doesn't, doesn't make an impact. Yeah, it may not have an immediate impact, but you do that too often and it will. You'll die. Okay, so having 
that attitude of knowing that these are things that you, you not just have to do, but should should eventually want to do for yourself. And there are ways to get there, even if you're so far away from that right now. I'm not saying everyone has to lose weight. I'm not saying everyone has to be a size 2. I'm not saying everyone has to be able to bench press 200 pounds. I'm not saying there's a, a, a unit of measure that people have to aspire to or a look people have to aspire to. That's not at all what I'm saying. I'm saying people should not be complacent where they are. And people should not have an attitude that their efforts in this world don't make a difference. Because when you go from work up to move up in our philosophy, what that means is, as I said before, you're now taking an active role. As a work up phase, you might be influencing other people whether you know it or not. For example, uh, I've used this example before. Lauren, my client, she had, has had conversations that just you know naturally came up in her workplace about heart rates and blood pressures and things like that. And she has some knowledge to it because she's studied it. She's worked up to that level. She knows and understands these things, but still seeks expert opinions and advice. She reads a lot. She's educated herself so that in these settings, you know, people do look at her as kind of the, the fitness guru in her social circle. And that's influenced other people in her circle to move and to be active and to at least know more about what their health metrics even mean. Did she set out to do that? Was that her goal? Probably not. That's a perfect example of work up. Another example of move up, another one of my clients, Terry. Terry is a school teacher and for years didn't do a whole lot physically. Didn't think she could. Didn't know how good she would feel when she did. And she did, and she's addicted to it. And I, I use the word addicted uh, maybe too lightly. Uh, what I mean is she completely understands. She went from wake up to work up very quickly. It only took a few workouts, just a few workouts, for her to be like, holy cow. What have I been doing this whole time? I, I, I feel bad. I feel embarrassed that I let myself get this way. Never again. Never again. And she's taken it so far is that she, you know, she went to the workup phase and people at work were like, what are you doing? Why are you dressed like that? Oh, I'm going to my trainer after work now. You've never done that before. Why are you doing that? Because I want to enjoy my life. Okay. So now she's influenced some people to work out. Then she takes it to the whole nother level where when at the beginning of school, hey kids, what did you do this summer? Oh, I went to Disneyland. I went to the beach. I went to this. What did you do, Mrs. Garvin? Well, I changed my life. I took my health and my body very seriously and I changed it. I can do pull-ups now. I can do these things now. I'm more physically capable. And presented that to young, impressionable minds that, A, it's never too late. That's a perfect example. B, 
that it's important to do if you want to do all of these things. And that influences positively those minds. It's not fat shaming. It's not, you know, shaming people who aren't exercising. It's, this is what I did. I took control of my life this summer. And here's why that's important. There was no numbers. There was no metrics. It was, I took control of my health and my situation. My physicality. And that sets an example. That plants the seed. These people, these students that she's going to influence, they're not all going to stay in this one little community. They are going to go out into society. But these are examples they're seeing early on in their lives. That this is just how it is and what you should do. And yes, you should do it. So those are two little quick, quick little examples of people working through our system and, our, and living our philosophy. And again, that's what gives Chelsea and I a lot of pride. But we're not done. No. When you move up, you're not done. In fact, you've just gotten to that first big step. There's a lot more to come. And believe you me, Upstate Performance Project has a lot more to offer you that you guys haven't even seen yet. And I'm not making big, bold claims just to sound mysterious. I'm saying... Chelsea and I have these conversations daily. We just got done with one before I started recording this, which is partly for the music choice I picked today. I don't, we don't want to be complacent anymore with what we're teaching and with how we run the gym. You know, we can make all the excuses in the world that, you know, we're busy. <laughs> you know, we are busy. I think she trained about 11 people yesterday. I had... 13 people on Monday, another 11 on Tuesday, and, you know, and this is every day for us, and we love it, but we have these conversations of what can we do to level up? We need to move up. We need to still be living our example in our business and in what we do, and we've got some ideas. Well, not just ideas. We know what to do next. And what ne what's next is coming right around the corner. And I think you guys are going to be surprised in a good way. No one's going to be disappointed. But it's not just our commitment to you as clients and say thank you. It's not just to set an example for you young trainers and coaches out there or veteran trainers or coaches who are looking to go online or who are looking to start marketing themselves, opening their own businesses. Obviously, that's what the podcast is truly for, is for you you folks. But I, I want this to serve as an example of if there's, if there's something worth working for, go all out. And what is more important than your health and what is more important than your own ability to go out into the world and enjoy everything that the world has to offer. Are there stressors in life? Are there negative things in their life? Are there things that get you down and piss you off? Absolutely. 
one of the things that truly upsets Chelsea and I, and I'll go ahead and speak for Tony, Jeff, and Casey on this as well, the whole upstate team, we get mad that we don't have all the answers on how to help every single person out there. We've got a pretty good idea, and we've got pretty good ideas on what we're going to do on our next step of blazing this trail. But I'll tell you what, we're not going to stop. We have a plan. We're putting it into action as we speak. Some of the little minor things you've seen already around the physical space here are a part of that. There's some big online things coming. A lot of you have heard some of it. I'm not just talking about the YouTube. I'm talking about some of the programming things that we're doing online. But there's a lot going on for us to reach that next level, for us to move up. Because if we're not moving up, then why? Are, what are we even doing? We're not setting the example, right? We've talked about why that's important. So you trainers out there, you coaches, massage therapists, physical therapists, entrepreneurs in this health and fitness industry, You can look good and you can be strong and you can, you know, look to sell products to make money. There's all those crazy ways that you can make, you know, income and that's great. Go for it. Do it. I would never, as I've said before, begrudge anyone, you know, a way to make a living. But you can't be complacent. By nature, we have to progress or we're regressing. Because the world is progressing around us. And I, I kid you not, what works now could still work in the future, but you've got to be progressive about it. You can't just do the same thing over and over and over and over again and get the same results. It's not going to happen. And it's easy, trust me, it's easy for us to sit here and say, well, we're working 13, 14 hour days, 15 hour days. I mean, their gym's open 15 hours, and shit, I live here. Literally. I live in a box above the gym. Clearly, I do that to save money. But I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't put myself in that situation if this wasn't a the only you know, thing that is driving me is to help these people. And yes, I have other motives. I have ulterior motives. You guys know that. It's my kids. No no, no secret there. Those guys are everything to me. I have no shortage of motivation. But I could sit here and tell you, yeah, I'm tired. I've done a 15-hour day. I'm just going to go home and sleep. And that is important. you got to rest. And I do that most days. But you do that too many days and all of a sudden things don't get any better. Things don't grow. Things don't progress. Well, we're at that point now and that's a good point to be at. So we've started making small little subtle changes. Maybe not even noticeable to our everyday members. But there's some small subtle things. Start looking around when you come in. There's some small little things that are happening. And they're all part of a big picture. 
And it's not going to be some big announcement. It's not going to be some Upstate Performance Project 2.0 announcement. But you're going to start noticing things in your sessions. You're going to start noticing things online. Your return on investment will be greater. And I don't want this to turn into an advertisement for us. I want this to be a... A... Um, motivator for you listening to follow suit. Was it Oprah and Michelle Obama said, be better, do better? Well, I like that. I like that advice. Go do better. Be better. You guys have a good day.